0: tell me honestly does it feel like it's over like a new beginning tell me would it be like this if i said that we've tried too many times and if i didn't need you then i need you now if i didn't see the end it's all i found if I never saw your face again, would I forget the innocence? And every time you say that you love me, so where did it go?
1: I don't know what's next, where's the road?
2: Split a hole in my chest.
0: This is DJ
1: Blake, and my next guest shows that there's more to being an artist than just putting out music, it's what you do off the mic that matters also. He has formed a welcoming presence in his community, he's the leader of a collective, connects with all types of art communities in Seattle, among many other things. The moment I ordered fried chicken from him, I knew there was something special about him. So I asked, are you an artist? and he said yes so now here we are introducing jason jason yep
0: jason yep there we go dj blake back with another one
1: Welcome back everyone. This is DJ Blake keeping you up to date with all the hottest hip hop news and sneaker talk and today I'm with Jason. Hello. There we go. And do you just go by Jason for your, like, everything? It's yes. Because on Instagram, Jason. it's unapologetically. Unapologetically, yes. Say that ten times fast. Yes, there unapologetically.
0: We go. No, I'm no, no. <laughs> Can't do it, can't do it. But, yeah, 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 I just go by Jason. is yeah. J with the period. That's dope. It's been, like, a running trend. I get dogged for it all the time. It's hilarious.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's dope, though. I met this guy at Baka, and if yep. you don't know what Baka is, look up. Baka Baka. That's famous. <laughs> yeah, it. bro. And it, it's on. It's, do you do you kind of see that's like on the hype train because of Guy Fury?
0: I see it on the hype train, but also it's just part of Seattle's hype. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like the Guy Fury thing brings the tourists. Yeah. The Seattleites know where the yeah. hype is. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, they go crazy for but it. But
1: there's it's hella expensive for chicken, bro. But
0: It's bomb. It's it's fire. It's bomb though. It's fire. It's worth it.
1: Yeah. So I don't even know what to, how to describe you. Like you're. <laughs> all over the board with the like, things you've done you know like, yes so this about. is your time to brag bro so you're an artist <laughs> you're a podcaster type guy right you so
0: said? there's a little bit of everything going on so i am first and foremost an r&b artist yes right uh, that's just that's the love um second on top of that i'm a leader of a collective right of some dope 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 uh creatives um So, really, that is trying to eliminate every excuse you have to make art. Right. Um, Networks, whatever it is, you know, resources, anything. Mm -hmm. Um, We come together, we try to work with each other um, to do that. So, that's the second thing. Then, on top of that, we have, um, we're doing some event planning slash uh, coordination right now. Right. Right. Trying to get some side hustles going. Um, and on top of that, you know, I produce as well. Yes. You know, play instruments as well and all that kind of stuff as well. So, yeah, this guy has
1: every connection you basically need right now in <laughs> Seattle. Coming up, bro. Coming,
0: coming yes. up. Yes. It's, <laughs> important, it's important to do your work. Yes. Right? It's important to dig, right? So, it's good to really know right. people. I've been fortunate enough to be in a place where people are helping me out. So. Yes, for sure. Like a lot of people have been going out of their way, you know, to put right. me in that place. So, I'm just trying to take people right. with me and do the same.
1: But it is the grind, you know, like. You never start out with getting all these collectives, all never. these connections and stuff like that, you never. know? Never. Nope. So the other day you were telling me, and I think this is actually important to hear about how you try to start like a record deal, a label yes. or something
0: like that? Yes. So let's so get that. One of the most important things about success is all the failures behind it. Yes. Right. So the first failure we had, we had a record label called Neoteric Horizon Records, um, and this was coming... End of twenty fifteen into twenty sixteen. Right. And it was me and a couple of my best friends. Um, of course, you know, we go see straight out of Compton yeah. and we're like, yo, we gotta start <laughs> our We gotta do it, right? Yes. So we did it. Um, and it was really sick. <laughs> right. We had a really, really, really dope band, right? Yeah. We were doing a lot of really, really interesting things. Um, but being so young, still trying to figure out how to live your young life, right? right. Um, personalities started to clash Mm -hmm. and we didn't really know how to manage the business versus the the personal, right? Uh, So then that band leaves. Mm -hmm. And then we have another artist and he comes and that doesn't work either. Uh, And his was more like shooting for the stars, but we still got to do the grinding, right? we're talking about. So that became this weird like juxtaposition of like, well, you need the work, but you want Mm -hmm. success. Uh, so then I stopped working with him. And then after that, we were like, well, I guess we're the only ones who's, who yeah. have to step up. So then I started making my own art, right, in mm-hmm. 2017. And then we released some songs. We have some stuff out there, cool. Right. Uh, but the record labels just stopped. Right, and that, taking that L was like one of the most <sighs> important things. Yes. Because right? I was, in my role in that, it was more A&R. So I was talking to the artist. I was trying to figure out how they were gonna move, how were they gonna operate, whatever. But I didn't feel like I was doing enough. Mm-hmm. And that clicks in my head now that I'm in this collective, right? Leading this collective, right. I'm the one with the vision, the movement. I'm like, ah, that's why I didn't work. Yeah. I'm supposed to be doing more than that.
2: Yeah,
1: but has it taught you? Failing like that.
0: I God, I hate the word fail, though. You know. I love the word yeah. <laughs> fail. Yeah. 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 Think about it this way. If you don't fail with a girl, right? <laughs> If you don't fail asking out a girl. Like, yeah. we were just, uh, literally yesterday, we were helping one of our coworkers, like, ask this girl on his yeah. day. And I was thinking back, and I was like, why is he so afraid? Like, yeah. I was like, he hasn't failed yet.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Right? So I'm looking at this kid, huh. and I'm like, if you fail now, it'll be so much better later.
1: Right. That makes sense.
0: We are so young that I would rather fail right now a thousand times. Yeah. Succeed once in five years.
1: Yeah, that
0: makes hundred percent <laughs> makes it so much easier. <laughs>
1: yes. So with those relationships, though, not working out inside of the record deal label, not deal label, right? label. How is it going forward with making connections? Are you more reserved in a way? Like, is there certain characteristics you can tell in someone like, this is not someone I want to work with? Or how does how do you go about doing 100%, that? One hundred
0: percent, right? Um, right. I think it's being honest with yourself and where you are and where you want to go. Right. Right. Uh, what's been happening lately is I've been pushing the things that I'm really passionate about, mm-hmm. and when you do that, then people will come to you. Yes. Right. You don't right. want to work the opposite way. You don't want to find all the people and then figure out what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because I see it as, if I do that, and then all what I'm doing doesn't line up with these people, then I did all that for nothing. Right. Right. And you want those people who can connect with you on that level. Right. When you are your most passionate, Mm -hmm. they can connect with you there. Right. That's what you want to do. So when it comes to connections now, I mean, you went into anybody and anybody could help you out. Anybody could have anything to say that could move you Mm -hmm. in a great way. But also, on top of that, you have to remember it's about your movement. Right. So if you're moving, you can connect with people everywhere. Right. You just got to keep an open mind.
1: Do you think you gain or lose passion as you age?
0: That is all dependent on you. Yeah? That is all dependent on you. Right. I think if you dive into your passions, um, I think they can flourish.
2: Right.
0: But if you only see them as something on the side, Mm -hmm. I think they'll only stay where they are. Right. I don't necessarily think like, you can lose interest in a passion, but I don't think you lose that passion. Right. Right. Like, if it's a
1: true passion.
0: If it's a true passion, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like some people and it sucks, but a lot of creatives stop doing what they do because real life hits them and those passions yeah. have to take right a back seat. Mm-hmm. But those passions don't necessarily go anywhere. Right. But for me I'm like, there is no way in hell that I'm letting go of any of those passions.
1: Right. But how do you deal with your real life and your passions at the same time?
0: That is a tricky balance that I could tell you every artist every one of us is struggling with this right now um, you have to set for me personally I have to set up my everyday and set up my reality to be successful enough that I can put less and less effort into that right. and more effort into the passion right and that's where side hustles come in
1: but are you open to like random events happening then to you
0: what do you mean by random events like think about this
1: like for example, like it was completely random for me and you to bump into each other, stuff oh, like that. Yeah. Like how do you how do you describe things like that? Do you think it's just the universe paying you back? Like when you meet a random connection that just falls into your lap or like if something negative happens to you, how do you describe anything that happens like the back back and forth?
0: It's called it the next step. The next step? Yeah. So you seen Endgame, right? You know when they try to explain. <laughs> you know when they try to explain time travel. Yeah. And it was like you can't go back to the past right. and then act like it's the past. It's actually your future. Mm-hmm. That's why I see it. Even if you're going backwards, right. Even if it takes you take a hit, right. It's not just going back in past. It's that's that next step for you. Right. As long as you can realize that that step happens and you can keep moving forward. Right. Right. For the negatives, it's just it's just part of life. Yeah. For the positive, that's. I gotta step forward, right? I'm doing a podcast now, right? When you build that connection, it's, you appreciate it, you don't take it for granted, you accept it and you keep moving forward. Right. Keeps you humble, keeps you grounded.
1: Yes. What is your connection with Seattle?
0: Huh, I am a born and raised Seattleite. I am about as connected as I could possibly imagine. Uh, Seattle's home, in every sense of the word. Um, Home for music, um, of course home for family. and home for culture, uh, for me personally. Uh, I identify so much with Seattle, and I want to see Seattle blow up. I want to see Seattle be what I've seen. Um, Yeah, it defines a lot of my music, honestly. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of sad boy vibes. Where do you you think I got those sad boy vibes, right? In one of the saddest cities. Um, Do you think it's the saddest
1: city, though? Like, when you actually take a look at it, I don't... uh, I was talking to another artist about this. I don't think it's the weather that defines you because like he was saying we were talking about if you move from seattle which is so rainy yeah, yeah. to hawaii yeah. okay you might be happy for a second because it's all sunny but then whatever is bothering you deep down it's going to catch up with you wherever you are 100
0: percent. but people try to fake it and cover it up because yeah. you're in hawaii yeah right that's the thing people come to seattle and they see how dreary it is they can step into that sadness. Uh, That's what I think it is, right? I think people mm. love to step into their sadness. Right. Like I, I've fallen victim to it, too. I do it all the time, right? right. That's where the songs come from, yeah. stepping into the sadness. Right. I think this place carries, for me, I love it, because I can step into it, I can think about it, I can work with it, I can deal with it, I can put it into music, and then I can keep moving forward.
2: Right.
0: But a lot of people want to just sit in it here, and you can can because you don't have that you don't have that sun excuse of oh it's sunny i gotta be Mm -hmm. happy right
1: yeah what are your opinion about artists that move here from out of state and start making music because i keep seeing that a lot oh
0: that's a really interesting one so ah yeah okay it is it's a it's a coin toss right it is from what i've seen and this is no disrespect to any artist (laughs) <laughs> right? Looking straight at the camera. Um, no disrespect from any artist moving here, but I think people come to Seattle and they think Seattle has is nothing. Right. Right. I think they think that nothing's going on in Seattle. They don't even have to think about, worry about setting anything up, connecting with anybody. They just think it's right for the takeover.
2: Right. right?
0: And the problem with Seattle is Seattle's still pretty much a clean slate. hmm No one's really defined Seattle yet. Mm-hmm. So, we can't say otherwise right now, right right, and if we all connected, if we all work together then then yeah, right right. If you had these big artists all connecting with the little artists and establishing a city, then amazing, awesome, right You can shoot with that, but right now, I think a lot of people from out of town come here and they're like, well, I haven't heard anyone talk about the local r and b artists mm-hmm. or you know the local rappers, you got Macklemore, and people might know Travis Thompson or right. b, but right, who else you got right."
1: But why do you think that is? Why do you think people don't hear all these voices that are in Seattle?
0: Seattle doesn't talk about it. Why though? <laughs> that is that is the question. That's why we're here, isn't it? That's a good I see what you did there. That was good. It's because people don't talk about it. It's because all of Seattle clicks out. Hmm. All of Seattle has their tiny groups and Do you do that too though? I'm I'm trying my best not to. Right right and if i do i'm trying to bring those clicks together mm-hmm. right cuz i understand like there's certain groups there's certain pockets like the photography community needs to work with itself to try to get mm-hmm. better mm-hmm. but also that community can interact so well with the music community <laughs>
2: yes. right like that's
0: <laughs> we go hand in hand right it's peanut <laughs> yeah. butter and jelly here you yeah. know so i think we could all bring each other up but why haven't we i think people think that they could be more successful working with the community and working with our own genre of art and then building on top of that hmm. rather than connecting with other people. So
1: would you describe Seattle as a community and then there's like sub communities inside of Seattle
0: mm. then? Yeah. The way I see it is if you go to a family reunion, yeah, everybody's family, right? Right. But even, even in those immediate family pockets, There's a couple cousins hang out with a couple other cousins here, right? And, like, the aunties and uncles hang out over here, but only these aunties and uncles, and then there's these, right? Mm -hmm. I see it that way. Right. Like, if if you say you're from Seattle, right, we all sort of know the same people. Right. But we all sort of break out into different areas. Mm -hmm. Um, But we can all come back to that root of Seattle. Right. My thing is, if we say we're all part of that root, we should all be connecting at some point with all the other people right that's how you move forward that's how you establish a community
1: right do you because you're always on cap hill you say right? i'm
0: always on <laughs> cap hill every day yes do you
1: think cap hill defines seattle though
0: no hmm. i think cap hill has been a defining factor of seattle nightlife right um and I think that's just because of the location, right? Mm. It's in the middle of everywhere, and more importantly, it's there's something on every block, right? Right. So I think that's really just like boosted up Capitol like crazy. Um, but no, I don't think so. I yeah. think for people who aren't from here, Capitol has.
1: But that, but with Capitol comes like all the music, the welcoming of the LGBTQZyx community, hundred percent, and any type of art, restaurants, but yeah is there one place that that's the thing overall I think about Seattle I I say it to everyone that it's like I think greater Seattle is Seattle um, but cuz I don't think one thing de- like defines Seattle versus if you go to like another city like that city defines
0: like, yeah 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 I think that's a good thing though hmm. all right cuz because again because Seattle's so open I think there's so many different Colors, if you will, of right. Seattle that need to be on the same canvas, like rainbow. Yeah, That's, yeah exactly. <laughs> yes. like, like the sidewalks in yeah, Capitol. Yeah, like the sidewalks. Right? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's good, for there to be so many different, things, ways to express Seattle. Right. They just all need to come together.
1: Right. So if you're focused on, I guess you're like focused on the music scene because everything you were just saying, like, yeah, it, it's involved in the music scene, yeah. but. You, you're talking about like photographers and like visual yes. artists and stuff like that. How that's do you make connections outside of... Because, first of all, for some people, it's difficult to make connections within the music scene, yep. but you've made connections in the music scene and then you've branched out past the music scene. How does one start doing that?
0: You keep this in mind. A creative is a creative. Right. Is a creative. That, that's it, right? The way you interact with your art, regardless of what art that is you've been working on it for a while, mm-hmm. you figured out your style, you figured out, you know, your work ethic, you know, your workflow, whatever, mm-hmm. and you have some pride in it. Right. I'm gonna respect that. Right. Regardless of what art, you, what art it is. Right, like, for instance, and this is even just in music,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I work at Q, promoting at Q. The house and EDM DJs, I, I'm not a big house guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm not a big house guy. Yeah. But when uh, Sunburn, Sunburn was this Friday, he's a, he's a house guy. Mm-hmm. And we were all outside just talking. And he's talking about how he has, he played six unreleased songs in his set. Mm -hmm. And he was so stoked about it, right? And he was like, man, that's crazy. And then he was like, man, I haven't been on the stage in like two months. Like we connected on that because I was like, I haven't been on the stage since September. Uh, And I have, I don't even know how many songs I haven't released. Yeah. I see the same way for a photographer. If a photographer does a dope shoot Mm
2: -hmm. and they
0: can't wait to show you those photos, right? Mm -hmm. They've been putting in that work. I see it the exact same way. Right. When you put in the work, the same way someone else does regardless of what the result is that's Mm -hmm. how you connect with people
1: right is there one community that you see that works better with one another than another like and i'm thinking of like an actual community not just like so like the music community like the visual art community yeah like does one community work better with one another
0: oh that's a hard one in seattle i think music and photography are on the rise uh coming Mm -hmm. together uh, but I'm really hoping that art, visual arts in particular, right. I'm really hoping that those take off. Right. Right. So Weirdo Cult for instance, he's ridiculous. Um, if you saw, he did the Travis Thompson album art, uh, yeah, most, Right. Right. I want him <laughs> around at all the shows. I want mm-hmm. him at places like Dozer's Warehouse. Right. Right. Um, Dozer's Warehouse, perfect example. Right. Those are a whole bunch of artists, of a whole bunch of different forms. Do you
1: know who the Henry guy is? Henry. You know, like the little blurb that says Henry, and then they have like those crazy murals throughout Seattle. No, I don't. You have definitely seen. I'll show you after. You know yeah, Henry. I've seen it. You've definitely seen those like.
0: I've probably seen it. Of course. Come on. It now. says,
1: and then it's like a huge mural, and then in the corner there'll be like a little bubble, and it says Henry.
0: No, nope. well, I'm taking a rule for it. Dude,
1: I'm terrible at describing things. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs>
0: but, so it's a big circle, and there's a thing in the circle, and then there's a name in the circle.
1: <laughs> I'm dead. I got you. What can you learn from? Or can you learn from, what can you take away from certain communities that you can bring back to your own community in uh, Seattle?
0: That's a really good question. Um, something I've been learning about the photography community is efficiency um, and professionalism. Mm-hmm. right? And you can learn that from everyone, of course, right? right. Um, but the way the photographers handle a photo shoot, right. right? The way a producer or director can put things together. um, and execute the entire way through. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that, you know, the music community. Music is so fluid, and you capture it when it's there, kind of yeah. thing. Um, but personally, for me, like I'm very, very, very open to the flow. Right. Um, sometimes you got to rein it in, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm learning from the photography community. Right. Um, and then on the other side, um, the visual arts community is, you can take. What you've done and do it a thousand different ways, right? Because right? you have to. Mm-hmm. You have to learn more about what you're doing. Right. And You look out to the world and you see how you can incorporate these different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but using all of those resources you have, including your own old work, yeah, and transforming it into something else. Yeah, is exactly what I've been learning. If I have a a beat and I have an old verse that didn't work on another dude, I beat, see
1: that shit though. Yeah, like mm-hmm. even you'll see that like on an artist's first album they might even reuse the same song
0: exactly yeah I get that right and that's that's how you establish what you're really good at Mm -hmm. right when you start reworking sparks Mm -hmm. like how I like to put it I had a spark I have like two bars Mm -hmm. that were so fire (laughs) ridiculous bro yeah so I have those two bars but I have them over here in this random beat and I'll make a new beat and it just clicks in my head drag Mm -hmm. this over here right and that flow works perfectly here that makes right sense. write so many verses and so many hooks right mm-hmm. that you can throw them anywhere yeah. and then transform them into something else right and you see that in art like you'll see someone take their piece and you can color it a thousand different ways mm-hmm. right or um, what are those challenges um, like the draw in your style challenges like there'll be like one person on Instagram and they'll up a picture oh that yeah they draw yeah, and then yeah. a whole bunch of people do a different style of yeah it, right? I've seen that the exact same thing is how can I take a, a resource how can I take a spark mm-hmm. and transform it into my own style
1: right that makes sense
0: and we do that with music
1: but so I like to when you're actually looking for like creatives and passionate people in Seattle mm-hmm. you do know like that like I said I don't like to say no one's better than another person right 100%. but some people like you can tell they've been working on their like having their own voice or whatever it is, and it, it makes them unique, you know? Yeah. So a lot of people in Seattle are very unique, but, and that's usually what makes someone stand out, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: But if no one's really at the top right now and so like everyone's like working on their own path,
2: yep.
1: how does one person's name stand out over another's?
0: That's a hard question. Um, it's layered. There's so many layers to that. Hmm. Because, like for me, I don't have a crazy following on Instagram, right? I don't, I don't have all of these songs out and stuff like that, right? But I've been networking like crazy, yeah, right. So I've been working to try to do that. Oh, hey, you know this person? Cool. Well, right. Um, That's part of it. Mm -hmm. Part of it is just having one of the dopest sounds, right? Right. Just having this amazing, interesting, different, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Part of it is just that repetition and practice right if you are really really good like really good and you can do it like this you can yeah. pump out tracks right that's also what's going to get you noticed. Yeah. and if you can do all of these things together right
1: <clears throat> having a refined style
0: exactly important. yeah Refi- refining your style is one of the most difficult things as an artist but is the most important right because <clears throat> it's how can i refine my style but leave it just open enough to try new things mm-hmm. And that's what I've been doing lately is right. work with any kind of artist, right? write with any kind of artist, collaborate with any kind of person just to see what the common denominator is between my own art. Yeah. What flows do I normally use? Mm-hmm. What words do I normally use? That makes sense. And then go from there.
1: Yeah. Do you, what art medium do you see there is an overabundance of in Seattle? Overabundance?
0: Uh, I think photographers, personally. Really? Yeah. Huh. So there's there's crazy musicians, right? Mm-hmm. There's so many music artists, whatever. Yeah, but not as many of them are pushing it the same way. Mm-hmm. Everyone is pushing being a photographer, <sighs> right? If people take pictures, they are pushing it. Right. Um, yeah, I also think there's there's just so much to shoot in Seattle. There's mm-hmm. so many different angles and corners and you know street signs that you want to shoot here. Right. So makes sense
1: right what have you done for yourself to make yourself stand out or be unique in Seattle
0: um I've tried to use the Gary V method give more than you get in any situation right and I think in Seattle in particular we have seen that there are a lot of very selfish people Mm -hmm. all right I have literally been on phone calls with people where I've been like hey you know I want to collaborate with you I was like I was at your show, and I saw this, 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 and this. You know, I think you could do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And I'd like, you know, to work with our team, you know, just be a part of our team. Mm-hmm. And they're like, mm, I'm not really looking for a team or not really looking for a partner. You know, I'm yeah. just trying to do me. And I'm like, that defeats the
1: point. That's why I like to say collabing, though, because then the way you phrase things, not saying you, just in general. Like, yeah. I've learned, like, wherever you go, the way you phrase things, even if they mean the exact same thing, mm-hmm. just a different phrase, people like, Maybe open more, may be more open-minded. One hundred
0: percent. But I think the other half of that is certain people are gonna not, you know, right. vibe with something just mm-hmm. in general. It's
1: weird though, because people say it's like an individuality thing with people not connecting. Yeah. But then if it's all individuals, those individuals make this huge community. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's, it's, a whole, it's a whole community of little dots that yeah. all comes together. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's really interesting though.
0: That's what the art community is. It's a whole bunch of people who are trying to figure out how to interact with all of these other people.
1: Right. What do you think Seattle has to offer compared to New York, L.A., Atlanta?
0: Well, One thing, it's that blank slate mentality, Mm -hmm. right? There's so much that can happen. Right. Um, But the other thing, I think there's a very interesting way that our community connects when it actually connects. Mm -hmm. Like uh, chopping it up with a guy who was just here. Yeah. Right, exactly that. Hey, you were at this guy's event. Yeah. Oh, dope. Awesome. Because like I know you already, and then right. you sit here talking about music and stuff like that. Right. And that happens immediately here. Mm-hmm. Right. Once that first layer of armor is done, like mm-hmm. it's, you're in. Right.
2: What
1: What make What can you see in a person that you can tell if they're not really serious about what they're doing or not, or can you not really tell until like. You. Spend
0: more time with them, or something. That really depends on the person. Um, I like to think that I'm fairly good at reading people. Mm-hmm. So when I see someone who's, it's not even the maybes. It's the, oh yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. And you know exactly what I'm talking I about. Totally yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we should totally get it, get in. Yeah, we should totally get in the studio. Yeah, we should totally work together. Yeah. But there's no like definition of what that thing should be. Yeah. That's when you can tell. Yeah. Right, because right. I've had a lot of people where I'm like, yo, totally, like, you know, my space is open whenever, mm-hmm. like, hit me up. I'm always up late night. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Right. Yeah, totally. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. And we're waiting, right. <laughs> but nothing. Yeah. And that's, that's completely fine, right? Because mm-hmm. the way I see it is that's that person's confidence level, mm-hmm. right? If you would have asked me two, three years ago, hey, you wanna collab? Hey, you wanna work on a project? I probably would have said the same thing. Right. I didn't have that confidence in what I was doing yet.
1: Mm. That's where I think auto-tune comes into play. That's what I think.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: I talk to, like, artists, and they say, like, literally, I, <laughs> I, I'm not going
0: to... Oh, autotune. Ooh. I'm not going to
1: say anything bad about it. But I um, went to this album release party the other day. Yep. He's a dope guy. Like, he definitely someone... I think needs to be connected with people to get his name out there. Because like at the album release party, which there's nothing wrong with this. Yep. Everyone there was like his family or extended family or family yeah, yeah. friends, okay? And this dude during sound check for his album release party, I was like, dude, this guy's dope. He sounds like J. Cole or something, you know, mm-hmm. like dope. Like he sounds great. And then he comes out onto like the stage after because we arrived really early. Yep. So when it was actually time for him to perform, I was like, this sounds nothing like what soundcheck and I was like oh wait this guy's using autotune now mm-hmm. you know and I think what autotune does it gives you that layer of confidence because even if someone's like messing around to do music they usually do auto because they don't yeah. really have a voice yeah. and then when I've talked to artists who've been making music for a while they're like yeah I started on autotune and then once I found my voice or my producer was like let's not try autotune right here yep. they're like wow I actually like my voice I found my voice yep
0: it's really (laughs) it's really really hard to trust that your voice is what it should be yeah it's really hard to trust that like for singing right Mm -hmm. for me I am very 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 focused on pitch right Mm -hmm. trying to make sure that I get my pitch right Mm -hmm. because when I hear songs I can hear if it's off like immediately Mm -hmm. and I can't stand it so if I hear that in my song I'm like damn yeah and yeah. that's where tune comes in, right? It fixes that last, like,
1: 5%. Or if there's a pause, it goes through the pause, the auto-tune.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of, yeah, there's all of the effects, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want them to be the voice. Mm-hmm. You want them to emphasize the voice, mm-hmm. right? Certain artists, you know, Travis Scott, you know, that's, that's the sound. Right. And I completely understand that. But for me personally, right, I'm an R&B artist, like, through and through, it needs to be sad. There needs to be emotion in it, and the mm-hmm. only way you can do that is if the voice is the thing that's coming at you. Right. Right. So, of course, we use pitch correction and auto tune and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't ever want to do that live, mm-hmm. ever. Mm-mm. Right. Because that's to me, that is the most intimate moment you can have yeah. with your audience, ever, mm-hmm. ever. And that there needs to be a certain respect that you have for your audience that yeah. there there's not going to be a layer in between me and you.
1: Right. What are your opinions on live albums, then?
0: What do you mean?
1: You know, like, Mac Miller, live album, Acoustic, or something like that. The whole album. Oh, like love them. those things. Love yeah. them. Pretty interesting. Um,
0: there have been a lot of performances, specifically when Yeba, Abby Smith, did My Mind. For It was a one of the so far events. That performance blew everyone's mind. Right. She can't sing it live anymore because of what happened on the stage that day. Oh, wow. Uh, it was that good, uh, right? There's something about a live performance that just changes things. Yeah, that's true. Right. I love that. Like sir, when you could do a live album, you have that confidence. Yeah. It becomes a moment in history.
1: Yeah. I think li- live performances also prove something if you're actually like serious about what you're doing, you know? True.
0: And you've taken the time to
1: memorize your lyrics even. <laughs>
0: oh.
2: <laughs> man.
0: <laughs> uh, I've had moments where like it's only when I'm putting together an event mm-hmm. and performing where, like, I will forget lyrics Gosh. because I just haven't had the time yeah. to practice, and I'm like, yeah, that's not cute. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, can you prove to yourself and your audience that you have put in the work to take this seriously?
1: Yeah. What are your opinions on people, like a lot of artists nowadays, saying, yep, yeah, this is my career now. Music is what I want to do. This is what I'm passionate about. But I hear that from, like, every single artist I've interviewed. Yeah. Like, but I think I'm I want to hear someone be like, oh, yeah, this is my hobby and my passion. But
0: so, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's here's a, here's a there's a couple different things that we're going to break down in that um, one. It can be your career and you still have side hustles and a day job and this and that. But Not
1: everyone's doing that.
0: Not everyone's doing that, and that is scary to
1: yes! me.
0: I'm like, <laughs> how? <laughs> like, unless, cause then, for me, that's you're fighting to make it your life. Yeah. Right. I would rather, you know, thanks, mom. Pointing right at the camera for that one. Thanks, mom. She was like, you need to have a job. You mm-hmm. need to take care of what you need to take care of. Yeah. Uh, you need to make sure you're going to be stable. Right. For me, I'd rather have stability in my regular life and then have the, the passion slowly grow and grow and grow mm-hmm. until it yeah. is my life, mm-hmm. every phase, Yeah, than not. And for me, like I see it this way, I have a day job. Day job's great, Yeah. <laughs> right? I enjoy the day job for what it is. It is not going to be my life, it is not going to be my career right. because I have this, this passion. Right. and to know that I'm going to feed into that mm-hmm. right? so you gotta you gotta know, yes that is your career, that is your life, that is your passion mm-hmm. that is your love, but that has to be fed a certain way Right. that's the first thing, the second thing there are artists who say no, this is only going so far
2: mm-hmm.
0: right, this music thing I'm doing is only going to get me so far right. like I know an artist of mine, he's like I only make music so I can make money to give back to my community.
1: Yeah, I know. Like, some people are like, oh, I do it to support my family.
0: Exactly, 100%. (laughs) And that also, that's 100% respect there. Mm -hmm. Like, for me, I look at Nipsey Hussle, the things he did off the mic. Mm
1: -hmm. You have to do things off the mic, though. You You have
0: to, because that's that's really where you start shaping your community, Mm -hmm. right? In your, where you live, and also just your audience, your fan base, Mm -hmm. all that. That's where the community comes from, Mm -hmm. right? When you can... Influence an entire group of people based on the things you're doing off the mic, mm-hmm. out of the spotlight. Yeah. That's what matters to me. Yeah, that's important. That's why we have this collective. That's why we're doing all these events. Right? right. That's that's why all the other stuff that I'm doing is happening. Right. Describe
1: a collective to someone who might not know what a collective is. A
0: collective is a group of people who have either similar interests, similar passions. A cult. Yes. Well, <laughs> yes. So we have sacrifices every Saturday, right? Oh, you should come out. No, <laughs> um, no. it's people who feel, and it might not even be the exact same thing, but you are confident and passionate in something. Yes. And it just so happens that either someone has that same passion, same idea, or mm-hmm. same drive that you do.
1: But are they inclusive, though? Like, I feel like you've... If- Collective isn't everyone It's like certain people
0: It depends on the collective Yeah Right Because again It's about having That similar interest mm-hmm. Not everyone can be included If you that similar interest Isn't there
1: Right Yeah
0: Right You have to be able To connect On Not even just one thing But one movement I like mm-hmm. to say um, And for mine It's I don't want you To have any reason To not make your art Right Right I look at it this way If I'm a music artist Right I I do a show hmm I need a photographer or videographer for that show. They're going to be in the collective that I'm in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm... It's like a team. Exactly. But it's not my personal team. We're all working together. Yeah. Right? I was talking to, um, I was talking to a really good friend of mine. He was like, it's, it's this feedback loop. Mm-hmm. Right? So let's say you go out, right? You're going to do a performance or you're going to do like a live podcast. Yeah. You're going to go to the, your friend's bar and spend money at your friend's bar and then that friend is going to go spend money on this person's art and this person's art is going to yeah. fuel your live podcast. Yeah. It's about this coming up together that it's not my personal team. Not everybody's mm. working under me but right. we're all working together.
1: Do you still need a manager or something like
2: that now?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So in terms of structure we're, you know you're trying to build things but there's certain things that you need professionals and experts to do. Right. Right? When it comes to marketing and branding and, you know, uh, public relations and events and all that kind of stuff, like, you need people who can solely do that kind of stuff. Um, but a lot of people, I mean, indie art is it right now. Yeah, for sure. If you've got a phone. You're in. And that's it. <laughs> like, actually, you might need an iPad to produce a song, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. might need a little laptop, whatever, yeah. but... You can do pretty much everything, yeah, on your phone. Mm-hmm. So you can manage yourself as long as you're diligent, you're disciplined, right, and you care.
1: Yeah, caring is important. I think, I think that's really important. I think, but I don't. I think it's sometimes hard to tell if someone cares or not, though.
0: I think it is easy to tell if someone cares about things outside of themselves. It's harder for that person to know if they care about what they're doing in the first place. Yeah, right. Because for me, I've seen a lot of people who want to interact with the outside world and be a part of that community but they don't care about what they're actually doing
1: yeah yeah
0: right like you want to be known you want to be popping you mm-hmm. want to be famous you want to do all of these things but you don't actually care about how that's done
2: mm-hmm.
0: you haven't taken the time to sloppy. sit down yeah it's sloppy and also it's really easy to tell yeah <laughs> like if you're just trying to be famous for the sake of being famous
2: right
0: we will, mm-hmm. we'll figure you out that's yeah. just that's just what's going to happen right uh, I'd rather have someone care about their passion so much that being famous, like... Doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. It's a second.
0: Like, for me, I go on Instagram live every once in a while, randomly, just to make beats, work on music, whatever, talk to random people. Right. Doesn't matter if there's literally just my mother in it. Yeah. hey <laughs> Mom. Which, that was the other way, like, at 3, 4 a.m., I'm sitting working on a song, Yeah. and it's just me and my mom talking about it back and forth. Or if there's 12, 15, 20, 50 people in there, right? right. It doesn't change things. Numbers don't change things because mm-hmm. it's about the, the passion behind it. Right. Do you think social
1: media is important to be become an artist, though? Because promoting is really important, but I guess...
0: Yes. So, locally, not really. Right. Right. Locally, you can do even more word of mouth mm-hmm. than social media. Right. Right, you can keep up to date with those people, right? You can try to, you know, get the updates and shit like that. But when it comes to building locally, being at events is where you're gonna take off. Yeah. Right. When you're having those conversations, right, you're chopping mm-hmm. it up with random people you just met. Mm-hmm. That's where you can take off. Right. Going outside of your local area, that's where social media is important. Yeah, that makes sense. Right, because I can't, I can't connect to people in Salt Lake City or mm-hmm. Chicago or LA, not right now. Right. I can go out there and you know try to work it and whatever but Wait, again, where's your where's your private jet though oh see I didn't take it today um, yeah, 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 yeah. so sense. I had like a little tiny one and I feel uh, like the Ant-Man day <laughs> like explodes up right <laughs> yeah, I'm dead. Yeah, 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 I yeah. can tell
1: you like Marvel <laughs>
0: come on no That's I funny. am a nerd through and through yes <laughs> you have to be multifaceted in this business yes come on
1: so yeah. what defines the perfect Seattle artist in your opinion not saying someone meets those Seattle categories yet, but
0: I don't think there's a definition
2: hmm.
0: not yet.
1: is there someone you strive to be like as I think it's important to be yourself, but is... in Seattle yeah, and inside, outside of Seattle both uh
0: inside Seattle, there are a lot of people I respect, mm-hmm. not anyone I would want to be right um, because for me, there's so many things I want to do mm-hmm. Right, there are aspects of people like the people at Q. Right, when right. it comes to putting on events and putting teams together, mm. I want to be like that. I want to have those qualities. Right, um, but that's not all of me. Mm-hmm. Right, so when it comes to production, then I want to be like this, and when R&B artists, like the same kind of thing. Right, um, but not really. Um It's kind of like you're building up like a collage. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's a good example. And then for outside. You know, I already said his name, but Nipsey Hussle did some crazy things. Yeah. Right? He did some absolutely insane things with this community.
1: But what can you learn about him that you can change on yourself, though? Like, for example, I think he did great things for the community, but maybe he didn't do a good job promoting it? Because I think that's weird as fuck for someone to get that much recognition after your death.
0: Well, here's you know? the thing. It, it's not about the recognition.
1: But the recognition is important, but, like,
0: so look at it this way. Huh. He was selling $100 CDs out of his trunk.
1: Yeah, and Jay-Z bought like all. And Jay-Z bought, <laughs> I think he
0: bought a, th- a thousand of them? Yeah. Yeah. Why was he doing that? Where does that money go? Right. Right? To me, that money goes into the studio so that he can put in more songs and stuff like that. He starts saving that money so that he can buy up that corner. Mm-hmm. He can buy up that plaza. Right. right. That's his end goal. Right. The bigger things. Right. I don't need to talk about the bigger things. hmm Right? gathering the attention gathering the resources that's that's all the talking about stuff yeah doing the shows and the this and that right that's right. all the stuff you talk about right when it comes to the stuff that matters it's way more important that you do it than you talk about it
1: right but why do you think he got all that recognition after his death though
0: even because people started paying attention
1: but there's so many different artists that passed away this year
0: literally juice world a couple days ago yeah
1: and like there's no one to dig it into like what he did for the community <laughs> you know
0: it takes so I think more, that's where karma comes in, maybe I think it's karma, but I think it's also when people pass away I think that's when we truly start to respect what they've done, right. and if someone's done something for you, right, if they've reached out and they've helped you in a situation that's when you start thinking yeah. more about and appreciating really what they did, yeah. and I think that's what happened is when he passed away people started talking about the things that he was doing mm-hmm. people that were helping him were like he was an amazing man, right? Right. To respect his name, I want to say this out to the public. I think that's sort of what was happening, right?
1: Okay, that makes sense. And then
0: also like social media, yeah. Right. If you think about it,
1: he had so many supporters that like that actually wanted to get his name out there once he died. Yeah. Even, like, He's like, been game, doing so, so much so for people. so
0: long that it's a payoff, Social media didn't cover everything, yeah. Right. Social media is really, 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 really popping right now, yeah. But go back five years.
2: Right.
0: Right? Go back, what, six, seven years? Was Snapchat even around? Like, right. mm-hmm. Instagram, no stories, no nothing, like, mm-hmm. no daily stuff. It was just really bad filters. Yeah. And too many hashtags. Ah, uh, that's so funny. Right? So, yeah. I think just, just access. There was so much more access now than ever.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. What is something Smart that thought. you want to see change in Seattle, like, outside of the music scene? Like, if, <sighs> if you could... Take something away from MIPSIA. So, what is something in Seattle like once you have all the resources you can manage and you have the time to Ooh. change something?
0: Oh, yeah. I like this question. Um, for me, it is about community. Right. It is about coming together. Right. Um, if I had all the resources in the world, I would buy up an entire block. In either the middle of Capitol Hill or the middle of the Central District or something. And I would tear whatever's down. I really hope it's those ugly-ass apartments that they're (laughs) building everywhere in condos. Uh, But I would tear it down, and I would build it from the ground up.
1: Build a wall to segregate Seattle, right?
0: How would you build a wall on one block? Let's just (laughs) think about it. You build a wall on the four sides, you're just building a big square. (laughs) Uh, I would build an entire facility of resources. It would have low-income housing. It would have accessible studios. It would have accessible, you know, quiet rooms, you right. know, computer labs, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't charge a dime.
1: How do you maintain that then?
0: You wouldn't. That's where all the other side hustles would work.
2: Right.
0: Right? If I had all the resources in the world, I would go crazy building this thing. Yeah. Making it everything I wanted. Mm-hmm. And then keep doing all my other work. Yeah because that's what we do it for right right because it's
1: that's a good point of view like Kanye he has he puts on if you make a song with Kanye you're definitely gonna blow up you know yep. I think even more than if you make a song with Drake remember there's like a phase like if you have made a song with Drake you're at the top of the billboard yeah but like what Kanye does City Girls
0: yes <laughs> all I'm saying come on
1: Drake I mean Kanye like he puts on like all these artists and at first, I thought it was a bad thing, but, like, he doesn't really nurture those artists once he's, like, put them on. Exactly. I guess that's what we kind of you're kind of saying also, like, if you build a facility like exactly. that. Exactly.
0: You need to be able to not only give people the space to do so, mm-hmm. but the support. Because right, yeah. to me, I envision, and I've thought about this, I envision walking into my facility... And there are desks everywhere. And I can walk up to anybody and be like, hey, what are you working on? Oh, that's dope. Have you talked to this person? They might be able to help you. Mm. Oh, dope. Did you do that thing we did last week? Awesome. That looks really dope. Send that to me and I'll send it over to this person and we can get that going. Yeah. Awesome. You ready to go to studio? We're going to go in right now. Let me get this person. Right. Right? You need that. As an artist, (laughs) if you are just a rapper, and but what I mean by that is the only thing you do is write verses... And hooks and all that kind of stuff, and oh, rap. Yeah. You have no beats, you have no engineer, you have uh, no photo team, no nothing, no none of that. That's a whole support system, a whole team that you need. Mm-hmm. Why not create the space where that already exists? Right. That's my goal. Right. I want any newcomer to come in and feel like it's possible.
1: Right.
0: Over everything else, it's just possible.
1: Do you think anyone can make it in an in- industry then? Like, anyone and everyone? Because at that point, how can you really be unique if... Technically?
0: Yes. Technically, if the right work is done with the right people and they do the right amount of, you know, self-awareness work, uh, if they dig deep, figure out what makes them special, right? Figure out how they need to get their work ethic together, Mm -hmm. then, yeah, you can be successful with the right team.
1: And at that point, though... music became that popular where anyone could actually make it with the the right resources then I feel like wouldn't that like maybe turn into like another normal job in a way then?
0: No because we would be so happy working 12 hours a day instead of working the 9 to 5 at least the it would it would definitely change the definition of what it means to be a job yeah Um, but I don't think it would be a job I think it would just be life right Right. And if we could all make money from it, hell yeah. yeah. Like, come on. But I think that's what separates people. Mm. Cause the other thing you're not thinking about is stardom.
1: But that's what some people just want.
0: That's like, what some people want, but some people don't want that at all whatsoever. Summer Walker. Yeah. Here's my here's my theory about the Summer Walker situation, right? You you saw her freak out and all that kind of stuff, mm. okay? Uh, I assume that she was making songs in her own house or wherever playing with on her guitar Mm -hmm. and record demos or YouTube videos or whatever somehow of course because the internet they started going viral and a business exec saw it and was like that's what we want right and they came to her and they were like we're gonna give you this 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 and this Mm -hmm. she's like oh of course like hell yeah I'm gonna do it yeah Uh, And not for the money or anything, but I can make my art more, and I don't have to worry about the side hustles. I don't Mm -hmm. have to worry about my day job.
2: Right.
0: But they have expectations of her.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. She she's a very introverted person. You can see it. Putting her on a stage in front of thousands and (sighs) thousands of people, not gonna work so well. You saw her accept that award. Right. She's not comfortable there. Right. So people don't want that, and that's the downside of social media. That's the downside of the access and technology Mm -hmm. right now. Is some people who just wanted to make art for the sake of making art are pushed because it's gonna make you money. Wow,
1: that's interesting.
0: That's what I've been seeing lately.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: the downside. Is for me, I, I can handle both worlds, mm-hmm. right? I can do the. I'm sitting in a room with just me and like two people trying to figure out and plan, but I can do the on stage thing. My brain goes into autopilot. I'm a completely different person. Right. Awesome. Great. Right. Take care of it. Some people don't do that that's not why they started doing the music
2: right
1: Makes
0: sense. and it's not respected right yeah and it has to be if you want to make art successfully there has to be respect on every level
1: I think yeah I don't think fans truly respect artists right now anyways because they're put up on that big podium anyways a
0: thousand percent and right. they're so far away that you can literally pick it apart without mm-hmm. feeling like you're doing anything because right. to me I'm like if my homie shows me a song and it's not great <laughs> It's hard for me to tell that homie, yo, it's not the one, but I'll try to, st- I'll start that conversation and we can go through it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and again, there are certain things that that person just won't accept
2: right.
0: anything different than what it is. And I've literally yeah. been on that person's song where like he's trying to go this way. I completely understand that. We have to look at artists the same way.
2: Yeah.
0: We have to start looking at Summer Walker feels awkward on stage. Right, Mm -hmm. Maybe she doesn't want to perform in front of thousands and thousands of people and that's okay.
1: But isn't that where you get all your money now? Tours?
0: Yeah, that's where you get a ton of money. Doing all the performances and shows and all that. Of course, 100%. But what if we just respected the fact that that wasn't what she was in it for in the first place? That's true. Because it's also the artist's job, right? To be honest with where you want to be in life. Mm -hmm. Do you want to make the millions and millions and millions of dollars? Then there's sacrifices you got to make. But if you don't, and you're fine with making a decent amount of money. Mm. Like, I'm okay making like a decent, livable amount of money, being able to do the side passions and build towards the things yeah. and not make the gajillions of dollars.
2: Yeah.
0: Because then I'm sacrificing. I can't walk down the street. Mm. Right? I need a security team everywhere I go. Right. You know, I am playing these huge venues where I can't really connect with anybody at all because mm. everyone's just like an ant.
2: Mm.
0: That sounds horrible to me. But if we get to that point, I will figure out a way to make it intimate. Yeah. But there's sacrifices you got to make depending on the levels. Mm -hmm. What if you just want to be a mid-level artist? Like, Alan Stone's a good example of that, right?
1: Is that a... Is mid-level artist different than underground then? Because I feel like you can still make noise while being underground.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think... Yeah, mid-level artists is... They're decently successful, but not a whole bunch of people know about them. Like Sabrina Claudio a couple years ago, Black a couple years ago.
1: Well, Black is still big.
0: That's what, but yeah. like a couple years ago. Yeah, like yeah. When Free Black first came out. When you just, if you just stay right there. Exactly. If you freeze that moment. And that's what I love.
1: That's the definition of an indie artist, I think, though.
0: Well, yeah, but that's also still like an underground ish. Yeah. yeah, I get that. Uh, that her, sense. for example. Yo, I saw her at Numos. I waited an hour to <laughs> talk to her after the show, right? That was the definition of like underground turning into mid level. Right. And then after that, boom. Dude,
1: after she talked to this guy, she blew up. It was (laughs) boom. Yo. (laughs) I mean, you know, you
0: come to Seattle once and (laughs) gone. That's funny. Nah, it was crazy though. Like seeing because I heard Focus like pretty early on. I heard that song pretty early on, and it was amazing. Right. Literally blows my mind how beautiful that song is. Yes. The harp is one of my favorite instruments. Uh, so then to go from that and me liking it to the entire world, world, yeah. like looking at the same person, I'm like, ah,
2: yeah. man,
1: dang, yeah. I sometimes get that you know yeah I get that you know sometimes I'm happy that I listen to music and some people don't know who that person is
0: like John Bellion is a perfect example I'm like his first album is like one of my not his first album the first album I came onto, which is the definition his third album in total Um, it's one of my favorite albums of all time and I wish time froze yeah to right after he released that and he released a couple singles after that Mm -hmm. I wish time froze because he played at the Neptune yeah right Sold out the Neptune. It was a great show. Crazy energy. Awesome. Wonderful. Right. Then, second show. Soto Showbox. Mm-hmm. You know how it feels. It's it's dope. It's dope.
1: But it's different.
0: But it's not as intimate. No. Then.
1: Dude, it depends on the showbox. The, the one in Pike Place, that one's dope. I like that one.
0: Market's nice.
2: Yeah.
1: That one's pretty tight. Everybody
0: goes to Soto. Yeah. Right? And it's, I love it. It's, it's good. Yeah. And then he went to, what um, was in Wamu? Where did he go the first time?
1: Wamu's big.
0: Wamu's big. Yeah. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just like, it doesn't feel the same.
1: Yeah, but I was, who was I talking to about this? Oh, yeah, I was talking to this artist, and he was saying, because I was, like, really confused about the Wale show, you know, because it was at Numos, which is, oh, like, a yeah, smaller yeah, venue. Yeah. And he was saying, you book events <sighs> like that because you automatically know it's going to be a sold-out event.
0: It is. Was great. Yeah, it felt amazing. Yeah, literally just walking around. Yeah, like there was a vibe that was different. Like I want to play Numos. That's that's yeah. right. Yeah, we'll work we'll work up to it. You know we'll do little mm-hmm. little here and there. But mm-hmm. Numos is the ideal. I can still connect with everybody. Yeah, but everyone can still go ahead and have a good Dude, time. Dude,
1: the back have you been in the back rooms all back there?
0: I most not yet. No. Dude,
1: yeah, because I've had an interview there. The mm. back room area is so dope.
0: Yeah. Was it back to the back to the right? Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. 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 It's dope. Yeah. yeah. There's there's like a whole little underground tunnel strip thing. Really? It's dope down there. It's That's cool. filthy. Yeah, but um, I Seattle is definitely on the right track. Yeah.
0: There's there's a lot happening in Seattle that is helping, and I think as much as we don't like transplants, people moving here, you know, changing things up, whatever, right? I think what that's done is it's pushed Seattle to question.
1: I've never heard that, though. That's so funny.
0: What, transplant? That's so funny. That's <laughs> like that's like the go-to word, maybe. <laughs> um, the, a lot of like seeing someone from a different place, you're right. like, why is nobody talking to each other? Yeah. Why is nothing happening? Mm-hmm. Right? That has made Seattle question, like, well, what's, what's really going on here? Mm-hmm. Like, are we really where we want to be, or are there things we need to get together? Right. Right. Do we need to be talking more? Do we need to pull everything together more? And I think that has made it like. That has started this this snowball, mm-hmm. right? Because then you have, other creatives, who are now trying to push, the envelope as to what the top of Seattle is going to be. Yeah. And that just keeps us going.
1: Yeah, that's true. What do you want to use your platform for as you continue to grow?
0: Um, I want to use my platform to help other people create their platforms.
1: Yes. And you're already doing that.
0: That's my biggest thing, is I can do that with, you know, my my guys, right? Mm-hmm. My team, right? My just... The I boys. Will, <laughs> the boys, <laughs> but, like, that's, that's the go-to. Like, the artists who... Yeah. And I felt it, right? Mm-hmm. I have this passion. I want to do this thing. Mm-hmm. I just have no idea where to start.
1: Right. I have no clue. I think no one does, though.
0: Exactly. So It's so nice, though, in a way, though. It's great to, like, figure it out on your own, right? Mm -hmm. When I started producing, I was producing in my room after a breakup because I was sad and found GarageBand on my computer. Sad
1: nibba hours.
0: (laughs) It's Sad boy hours. That's just what it is. And I had to do the work, but it wasn't until I started interacting with other artists that I really started taking it seriously and started learning. Right. Right? Like, I could... uh, I thought my music was hot shit. I thought it was amazing. I was like, oh, listen to this. this is it was Garage Band, yo. It was Garage Band, and now I'm to the point where I'm like, I'm so below where I want to be. But I was like listening to all of those old songs, and I was like, oh, oh you're trash, bro. trash. <laughs> no, but it's good to have that that foundation, that that fallback. Yes. Right. When you have someone who's just like, yo. I got you. If you actually tweak this here and you turn this up, mm-hmm. right? Here, let me give you some plugins. Here, let me give you some samples. Here, let me let me introduce you to this guy.
1: That's where producers come into play a little bit, I feel like. I producers, feel like that's what engineers it, are slept yeah, on though. Engineers, yeah. yeah. I don't think everyone has an engineer.
0: Which is funny. Everyone's looking for a producer. Yeah. No one's looking for an engineer. That's why you still sound like you're gonna be on SoundCloud forever. Dude. No this, but you gotta remember that <laughs> it's about managing those frequencies, man. Yeah. Everything's about frequencies, and that's if you great. don't have someone who can put it together, either you're gonna have to learn, or you're gonna have to find somebody.
1: Yeah, the work in the background is really important, and that's where I want to bring producers onto the podcast yep. stuff like that. Like I interviewed Black Party, like some people don't yeah, know who yeah, that yeah. is, and he, literally he's huge right now when it actually comes like to producing world and the
2: yep.
1: and the artist world, and he's like signed to Childish Gambino, yep. and still his name's not huge right now, mm-hmm. and it, it's like. I need to take this opportunity to interview this dude. This guy has a, yeah. a voice that's needed to be heard.
0: Yeah, and it's really important. People
1: just take. I. I just think artists are sometimes taken for advantage. One hundred percent.
0: Because I think people look at it as just, you know, the nine to fives, the day jobs. They don't. Uh. They don't look <laughs> at it as something that we're doing yeah. to be successful.
1: It's like a stigma in a way. Yeah, it's unless, just, unless you've made it it's a
0: stigma as fuck it's like yeah. we're just being we're just being us we're exploring yeah. ourselves we're yeah. just like no yeah. it's so much deeper than this yeah right true. so yeah feeling feeling it's funny because I've gotten to the place where coming out of high school and after high school for those next couple years felt like I was behind mm-hmm. everybody's in college they're in classes they're doing all of these things right yeah and they're going crazy And I felt like I was behind. So I was like nervous trying to put everything together. And the past seven months happened. About seven, eight months. And I've been diving into all the passions, right? Like for real, for real doing it. And I realized that I wouldn't have been able to do it if I didn't have those couple years where I wasn't sure.
1: Right. But I
0: think. But, ready? Everyone's coming out of college.
1: Yeah.
0: And now they want to. And they have no clue what they're doing. Everyone's terrified.
1: But that's why I think it's important no matter what you age, what age you are, it's important to respect your elders. In this respect, meaning yeah. they, you can learn from their mistakes, and then you don't have to deal with it as much. Here's what I
0: think: respect everyone. Yeah. Everyone has an experience that could help you in some way.
1: Yeah. Because I think social media is used in the wrong context right now. You're supposed you can learn everything on your phone. You know? 100%. And I think if you learn everything young that you can succeed earlier. But I think people take yeah. advantage of the social media and the internet and everything like that and don't use it for like that type of resource.
0: I think so. With technology, it's everything is there, but it doesn't tell you how to use it. Yeah. That's the thing. I can go on YouTube and I can find videos of people using certain compressors or certain reverbs and this mm-hmm. and that. But that doesn't change the fact that having someone in the room saying, hey, try this reverb instead of this one on this particular yeah. Track, yeah, right. That's a completely different experience, mm-hmm. right? It is amazing to have that textbook of information called the internet, yeah, right? That is going to get you so far, mm-hmm. but nothing can beat having someone literally there saying, We're going to try some different things,
1: yeah, that's true, yeah. That's actually, yeah, like human, exp-
0: I mean, the human experience mm-hmm. cannot be duplicated or replicated. That makes so much sense,
1: yeah. That's tr- I like that, that's true. Yeah. Well. What is some advice you have for some up-and-coming artists, creators, influencers?
0: People ask me that, and I'm like, stay, stay diligent. I'm like, no. um, You're going to (laughs) suck. Right? I think the important thing is to know you're going to suck, and you're going to fail, and you're going to be confused, and that is all 100% okay. Yes. Right? I think having a goal and having a vision, right, and laying out these plans is extremely important but also there's an aspect of this whole world that we exist in that is going to be unexpected. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be able to say this is exactly where I wanted to be. Yeah, I didn't think I'd be sitting here doing this podcast right. because I was working at a chicken shop, right? That's, that's just not, that's not an experience I thought I would have. I never thought I'd be making this collective the way I am and right. connecting, working at a club, doing all these things. Right. But it's exactly where I need to be. Yeah. And having that acceptance, right? believe in yourself believe you can get to where you want to but how you get there might change and that's 100 percent okay yes that's the advice that's true so i got
1: what are some final words you have for seattle
0: seattle get your shit together <laughs> god no um love you you're the best you're the best we're the not best <laughs> we, we can do it there's, there's no reason not to
1: yes simple as that what is the easiest way to contact you
0: uh, Instagram always Instagram at unapologetically dot Jason U-N-A-P-O-L-O G-I I don't <laughs> even know <laughs> unapologetically you, you can find
1: it yeah unapologetically an and a fuck I cannot say that word unapologetically
0: period Jason there we go that's me
1: this is DJ Blake and Jason you sure you sure there's no other ring Jason just Jason
0: I've been thinking about I've been thinking about it but and Jason and unapologetically Jason there we go DJ Blake